Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. I am deafened by the powerful voice of Gargalore, Michael. Joining me as always, we call him Adrian, but his people named him Linda. I work in finance. <laughs> and uh, he is the milk mat, his milk is delicious. Hi Matt. Look, okay, you don't understand. It's all connected, all right? The telephone people are working with the marksman. If you haven't guessed by our clever titles so far or by the title of the episode you're listening to, we've been playing Psychonauts this month on our big video game-style book club that is No Time to Grind. We're going to get into it. We're going to make sure that if you're a busy gamer that you can get through and see if there's any grind there. Then you walk away knowing that you should either play it or not. If you're busy, you've got to move on. Everybody else, you stick around. We go through what's coming up next, and then we hit you with what we just kind of uh, love about the game or hate about the game in more sort of generalised and fun terms and art and graphics, etc. And Tim Schafer, he's a good boy. But let's kick it off with the grind. For the grind, it, it, it creeps up on you. It's like, oh, there's no, there's, there's none, and then all of a sudden, here we are. Well, it's a collectathon, right? Like on, on the surface level, there's no grind, but as you dig deeper, there's more stuff to collect. Yeah. At first, you think, okay, this is fine, but then all of a sudden, it says, "Hang on, you haven't, you haven't been playing enough." I reckon, and it's like, no. Screw you. <laughs> that is a strange uh, thing about it in that it's actually a pretty gentle like third-person action-adventure game of 2005, those early days of Xbox and, and PlayStation 2, and it's like it's quite, it's quite manageable as an adult. As a kid, I'm sure it was much harder, but then you're, the game just stops you and says, hey... You haven't collected enough things. Better go collect some of them, more of those things that you thought oh, I couldn't be bothered collecting it. Well, you know what? <laughs> you do have you do have to bother. Uh, th- that one was a bit uh, surprising to just get hit with like a, a brick wall. Legitimately, like halfway through the game, the game just goes. Ah, ah, ah. Did you run around the woods and press F a lot over purple patches? I said, no, I didn't, because I didn't need to. I didn't need to buy anything. And they go, well, now you've got to go find 600 of them. 600? 600. Yes, that is. Just a couple? Oh, it's just a few. So it suffers a little bit the same thing as Banjo-Kazooie, right, where it's it's fun and games until you get to a point and it's like, oh, no, you've actually got to go and grind stuff now. You got to go find the yeah, puzzle pieces. You got to go find the. Uh, you got to go get all those patches. Yeah, all of a sudden, but there, there's a way around it, okay? Because I'm playing on PC, I can get a macro on my like Logitech software. Logitech has inbuilt macros, so collecting all these little purple guys is a. It's a breeze. It's not, not even slightly a problem, but then. Did you go? Did you get to the milkman, Mister Michael? Yes. And then it's like, oh, you need to be invisible. Yeah, what was and up with I'm that? Like, Hang on, I I don't actually have that ability. <laughs> did I miss it? Did I? No, you just didn't. You didn't farm enough. You didn't 
play the game enough. And it's like, what are you talking about? I've been playing the game. I've been playing the bloody game that you're telling me to play. I've been playing it all the time. And no, it's not enough. You needed to play more. And I was so mad. So, as you know, always be plugging. This is part, this was, I was streaming this bad boy. Uh, and I was having such a good time until I had to actually end the stream because I couldn't do the thing because I didn't have the level. I had to end the stream and I wanted to get to the funny line <laughs> that is my reference, the milkman. Uh, but no, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to go play the game more. I don't actually know what I would do in order to achieve that, uh, personally. But, uh, yeah, that's what it asks from you. So, I just cheat. I just cheated. It took me a while to cheat as well. To, like, figure it out. I yeah. raised my eyebrows on every syllable of that sentence, but you can't see that. <laughs> But um, it just it just was no no it's um I mean we do this at the start of the game this is not a game for a busy gamer Be- like because of that like that immediately just ruined the game in terms of grind because it went from none to all of it and so that was very sad it was very disheartening because it is a very good it is a very good game it is just not a game for a busy gamer. So I didn't have a problem so much with so so I didn't know that I needed to be invisible to get into the Girl Scouts house in the Milkman level um sort of until it like happened but I had I did have a power waiting but I wasn't sure if leaving the um the dreamscape would take would make you go all the way back to the beginning. So I hadn't gone back to get my new ability. I didn't know what I was going to get. So I was I wasn't hit as hard there. I was hit harder moments before the milkman level, which is go and get the the cobweb sucker. The game actually warns you. It goes, this guy's got a lot of cobwebs. You're going to need that. Go back to the cabin. And so I go back to the cabin, and yeah, they want six hundred arrowheads. And I'm like, I'm not running around picking up arrowheads, at least getting the abilities, the figments that you use to gain your levels are just kind of right in front of you. Whereas the arrowheads are just kind of scattered everywhere in the open world. Mm. And I was like, and did so... You, did you... Hang on. You, you keep talking while I Google what I'm thinking of. So it's like, I can understand that if you're just beelining and not picking up the figments then you're going to be under-leveled and you've got to grind that as well. So there's there's potential for lots of grinds. I was a bit luckier in that I was only presented with one grind for getting the arrowheads, but it was still a pain. It's like, if you don't want me to be there, don't let me get that far. And it's the same with the invisibility thing. It's like, why, why am I even at this yeah. point? Why did you let me get here if I just need to go back? Because it's not a Metroid... Vania. It's not like a you've got a new ability. Now you should go back into the previous like mines and use your new abilities there. A lot of what I'd seen in previous levels very much felt like uh, I wasn't I wasn't blocked by anything. Like so, it's not a Metroidvania. It's just a collectathon like marker. They're like, have you ticked this box? Have you collected enough figment or arrowhead? And I was like, well. 
I was. I'm sorry. I was playing the game. Don't you want me to play <laughs> exactly. the game? And it's a compelling narrative. So I feel like you're driven to go to the next thing. Like you're driven to find out what's going on. You're driven to see what that weird dream monster is. And so you do skip the collectathon part. And again, it's not like a Metroidvania where you unlock things and you go, oh, gee, now that I can jump an extra thing, I'm going to go explore this level again. You don't think that. There's no... The only incentive is, is if you really enjoy collectathons, which even if you do like that as a busy gamer, you're still a busy gamer. So you're probably like, if you like collectathons and shooters equally, you're probably going to play the shooter. Um, but it's... <sighs> Yeah, so you don't go through the levels again. And it's just... Why? Uh, uh, but the arrowheads... So I just wanted to add, that's what I was forgetting. You could tell the way I, way I was trailing off that I forgot. So the arrowheads, the dowsing rod, and then you just spam F. But if you have a good enough macro, and I know I did say this, but I'm like saying what it is... Um, it will like pick them up from across the pathway. <laughs> if you, it's just going so fast, it just fills the bar up. So that's what I have to say is, so for the busy gamer, I said it's not a game for a busy gamer. I think the story is good though. And I think you should pick up the cult classic if it, or if you already get, maybe own it, but never finished it. Uh, just get the macro to spam F and then um, in you can easily Google where the save file is, and then there is a line or two um, that you can change your level so that you don't have to grind for the invisibility and stuff. There's, um, and there's a slightly easier way. Oh, so the game has cheats, like a, ah yes, like a old the school, old school like, cheats. Put in like the button combination cheats, and obviously Double Fine who have. Uh, re-released it digitally because it didn't didn't come out digitally until Double Fine bought the rights back from their original publisher, um, and they put it up on like Steam and everything. And they have it they have it set so that if you activate cheats, you are still able to get achievements. Like it won't affect. Oh, that's good. So they're obviously aware that it's like okay, yeah, if you want to cheat, go ahead. Um, you'll still like. Because they obviously got that, that this kind of game is not a thing anymore. Like I was thinking about this, I was like, how many games are collectathons in this very way? And I don't have a good frame of reference. Like I like collecting things in like the Spider-Man games on PlayStation. We love Insomniac Spider-Man. Insomniac have a history with like Ratchet and Clank, which can be quite collectibly, mm. um, but they're not like. This this is the banjo kazooie kind, and, and and it's like I'm really hoping that next month when Psychonauts two comes out, that it doesn't have this kind of collecting in it. And so, I guess keeping the achievements in and not locking you out feels like the devs going, yeah, we get it. Like just go nuts. So use use the cheats. I use the cheats to get the like items. I didn't want to do it to my like levels because I wanted to sort of have that go normally. But I was like, I'm not collecting all of that. It's just like in-game money. So I'll unlock the items. Yeah. Um, I think I... Uh, no, hang on. I see that is a thing for the future. I won't spoil. 
Never mind. Uh, that's just a tease for later. <laughs> uh, I I'm actually surprised that the cheating worked so well. Uh, and I will admit that I may or may not have. Uh, wanted, I wanted to hex the king in my own way. If if people don't know, I I have a I have a history being uh, hex the king, and uh, if if I can avoid grind, I will avoid grind. So I just didn't want to use their cheats. That's I'm sorry. So then, how do you guys figure it? How do we all figure it as a busy gamer? Yeah, I think, unfortunately, like, unless you're happy to cheat, like, taking cheats out of the equation, uh, not a game for a busy gamer. I'd still say I'm still leaning towards that it is because, like, if we look at that, if we look at the hours taken in the game, sort of, if you use the cheats, which are there, it's like an eight-hour game. I'm imagining it pushes out to maybe 10 to 12 uh, if you are collecting at the same time, which I guess, like, percentage-wise, that's kind of high, but it's still not necessarily a huge time sink. Uh, it's it's hard to judge. I feel like this is going to be a, a weird one in that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to define it because it's like... <laughs> because the levels and the and the game are for a busy gamer, but then the collecting in the game is not for a busy gamer. It's like the game is at war with itself. It's it's quite easy breezy, fun, well written versus run around and do dumb collecting. And so it's it's really frustrating because I don't want to say it's not a game for a busy gamer. <laughs> but at the same time it isn't. You know what I, like do you know what I mean? Like I, I get what you mean, but I think that's where the distinction... So we're saying it's not a game for a busy gamer in terms of just there is that grind. But then the secondary score at the end of the uh, of the pod uh, where we have no time to grind, find time to grind, and make time to grind, that is when it then kind of comes into play regarding... Um, Everything else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But this is still this is still a tough one because still for the most part, I didn't feel that grind until it hit me at that halfway point, and then it made me like mad that it existed like that. So you know what? I'm gonna have to say it's not because they made me mad. <laughs> well, they made him mad. Yeah, I mean, Grant's just it's fun, but it does hit you with those walls and that's just part of the grind. Like you can't enjoy more of the game as easily without breaking through those grind walls. So I think not for a busy gamer, unfortunately. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate because, and I've, I've said it, it's good game, good narrative. It's just not one for a busy gamer. Uh, shall we wait? Here's the grind. Let me just hit one. Oh, wait, no, I need to go into two. Wait, no, that... Let me hit escape. No, that didn't work either. Oh, my God, that was annoying. Inventory management in this game was annoying. Yeah, it's not quite for PC. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not for PC. Um, I got it eventually. Like, at the end of the game, I got there. 
I should also say, even with hacking, the game still had difficult areas, but back into that's the last grind. Inventory management. So, what do we got here? We got some abilities. We got iTunes. You could you can rate using that. Uh, you can. We've got Spotify. You can share using that. Uh, we've got a Facebook at No Time to Grind Podcast. That's to hit. These are abilities. Is is the joke? Uh, and then in a physical items you've got the you got two little twitch twitchies there's uh leo underscore duh and mega matt ex uh michael i don't think you'd have good enough internet (laughs) (laughs) that's regional australia that's great nbn out here uh but make sure to check those out if you want to watch the people behind the curtain um, play the game. So I played Psychonauts. I'm planning on playing the next game, which is Earthbound. Ah. You, I think you already said that. I, 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 I think you already said that. But anyway, yeah, Earthbound is the next game. So we're going to play that for the next quotation monks month. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty pumped for this one because I've been... I've always heard... It's another one of those ones where it's like... One of the greatest games ever made, but somehow still cult. Like, it's, I just, it's one of those games I feel like I need to play. So I'm super pumped to finally be getting around to it. I have a feeling already it won't be a game for a busy gamer. I did already look online how much grinding, and they're like, oh, if you get the item in the starting area, you don't need to grind. So maybe that's. Maybe that's what we've got to do. We've got to look up a little walkthrough, and then maybe that'll be it. That uh, easy, folks. Hopefully. Uh, and make sure we don't have a custom URL for our Discord, but if you go to like pretty much any of the uh, no time to grind podcast.com, our Facebook, or uh, our Twitches, again, Leo underscore da, and Mega Matt EX, um, we've got links to the Discord there, which you can talk about Earthbound, you can talk about Psychonauts, because you're obviously here for Psychonauts. Um, but other than that, let's, shall we go back into the game? Yeah. Let's jump back in that tree stump and head to Cruller's special sanctuary. No, I just came down here to hear your voice. Is that what he says? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's one of the options. Like to say you're leaving. Uh, yeah, I, it is really good. Like the narrative is really good. Like it's. It got some stupid parts, but I think that's the beauty of it. It's like the juxtaposition of a th- like, oh, this is such a wacky story. But then it's like, uh, I'm haunted by my past where I witnessed children burn alive in a fire and I could do nothing to stop them. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I really like uh, Tim Schafer as, a, as like a writer and game sort of designer Mm. so he's behind um day of the tentacle he worked on maniac mansion back in the day uh, grim fandango like i like a lot of double fine stuff um and this one had always flown under the radar because it flew under everyone's radar when it came out in like 2005 so i was doing a bit of research and lead up to this um it sold like terribly, even though it was received critically really well. Um, something just didn't go right with the marketing. And so they had only sold like 400,000 copies. 
which is like nothing minuscule. Yeah. And so no one played it, but the but but it's cult in that the people who did as like kids in two thousand and five always talked it up, and it was always and I, I do vaguely remember like some ad advertisements of it, yeah. thinking it looked like strange and interesting. I can't believe it's a PS2 game. Wait, why is that? It doesn't look like a PS2 game. It looks like an indie PS3 slash Xbox 360 game. Because 360 really, like, pumped up indie. And I guess it's not... Is it indie? It's not indie, is it's it? It's double A? It, it, yeah, it kind of is. It was indie back in the okay. day. It was indie before indie really started to sprout. Indie before indie. Yeah, God. like, you know... <laughs> It was what Minecraft and uh, Outer Wilds and stuff would have been then, like, because in the in the noughties, you're either AAA company or you don't make games, you know. Yeah. So it was so he had, their version of indie back then. So Tim Schafer had left Lucas mm. Film and Lucas Arts, who were AAA throughout the nineties. Uh, so it was a step down. And they found this publisher called Majesco who put out a bunch of stuff, but it's all like Cooking Mama and like Battle Bots. And... Don't be shitting on Cooking Mama, all right? <laughs> like, but, but they didn't, like, this wasn't really their kind of game. Yeah, yeah. And I always thought it was an Xbox exclusive, but it, it wasn't. It just um, was kind of a pitched as like a premiere title for the Xbox. Yeah. And so, yeah, it sold really poorly. Uh, fizzled out. They lost like $18 million. Rough. Uh, and uh, then in like 2015, Double Fine, get it back, release it digitally. And it had, by by the end of the year, it had 1.7 million sales. Which is like huge. Like everybody jumped back on board once they could like get it again, and for good reason because it's um it's very like charming. It's just so frustrating that's locked behind like an, a bit of an awkward game. The 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 levels are memorable. The the variety of the game levels as well. Like one moment you're platforming, the next you're kind of like human pinball, and then you're yeah. you're playing as Godzilla. Um, and then you've got then it has like different abilities kind of puzzle solving like it's it's there's such good variety and it does move along at a pretty nice pace until you hit those walls where they're like hey go pick up the dumb stuff it's like no you've made a good game don't what are you doing like this is like buying okay like you've gone out and you've bought like the James Bond, the classic, like, Aston Martin, silver, oh, beautiful. And then you whacked flame stickers on it. It's Hell like, yeah. what are you doing? That's my jam. <laughs> it's like, stop it. Why, why are you ruining uh, this beautiful thing? It, like, the the art design is, like, weird and trippy, but it works, even though it's, like, it looks horrible, It, but it doesn't. That's... Does anyone else sort of understand what I mean by that? Yeah, it looks like ants. Remember <laughs> ants? Yeah. The design so is good, I'm... but the like graphical fidelity is questionable. 
Yes, but because of the design, they get away with the graphical mm. fidelity. So this is now like 16 years old. And to my brain now, it looks kind of like a janky current indie. That's which is, what I'm saying. Which is like, oh, hats off to you, that you don't actually look like a 2005 game. You hit, you sort of have aged surprisingly well by being weird. And Psychonauts 2, if you've watched any of the trailers, is all nice and like polished, but they've kept the style. And I'm like... I bet as a kid, that's what people imagined it yeah. looked like. Yeah, I definitely I f- agree with that wholeheartedly. There's just something about the style that it it's like they've really cleaned up what they were going for. I was telling Matt, I'm surprised they didn't decide to do a remake first and then Psychonauts 2. Like, th- this game could really do with a a remake to sort of modernize it, maybe lean less on the collectible aspects and more into the fun, wacky, variety-based gameplay. I definitely agreed with that in the, like, first two levels. I feel like it didn't exactly uh, come online in the first two levels. They felt not entirely burdeny, but definitely like a burden. Whereas, what like after the second level, once I got into the third level, I definitely was like, no, this doesn't need a rem- like remaster or remake because it's available. It's kind of like it's not necessary. I should say. I just feels like there's still some design aspects that are a touch old. Like they could remake it and make it a little bit more accessible because, like. First impressions count, and there's. I know I found it tough to get through that first segment. I had to force myself through, um, and I f- feel like I want to say the same for you, Matt. At least you know, had to force yourself through the first two segments to get to that third level and to really start enjoying it natively. Would I be right with that estimate? But yeah, and I said that, but that's. I don't think a remaster would solve that at all. Because I think those first two levels are purposely bad, uh, which is probably not the best way to go about it. Like, you obviously don't want to start off with bad levels, but I think it's like they're boring. And I say that with quotation marks because they have relatively large ramifications. Like, the first level. Okay, so some spoilers. Yeah, we can do spoilers. The first level is um it's in the bad guy's brain. Like, you're actually in the bad guy's brain. It's boring because they don't want to give away the twist yet. Uh, and then the second level, I think that's just boring. That's just Michael's brain. Are you talking <laughs> about... I imagine. Are you talking about Sasha's cube? cube? Yeah, that's your brain, I imagine. I thought that was like... Uh, I tried to think of it as the time. I'm like, in 2005... Um, like that's cool use of like it's starting to introduce how space will change as you walk around the cube. I don't like particularly the I don't like the combat in this very much. That's not what this game should be about. Mm. I don't like the combat in that level. I feel like the combat works pretty well except for that level because the camera is buggy as well. But yeah, they're like. It's like they made it make too much 
sense, which is funny in a game that is like very wacky and doesn't make a lot of sense. But like they go, these are children at a psychic camp. The first things you're going to do are like basic training and then advanced training. And it's after there that the game gets funnier. There's then uh, like then the the villain in a way first appears like things start to go wrong but it's almost like by that it's like it's taken why is it taken so long to get to that because yeah. it's hilarious and it should be from the very beginning <laughs> like it's so well written but the first that first section in particular just feels kind of like a kids game and then it, as you dive in more to it there's like there's so many jokes that kids are not getting like, I encourage you to, like, talk to the other um, kids in camp. Their, like, banter is hilarious. Um, it's like it's like banter you would hear from a kid in the background of an early Simpsons episode. Like, Yeah, it is very Simpsons. My parents are getting divorced! <laughs> and it's like, it, it goes right above actual kids. Like, they laugh because their parents are laughing, you know? But like, I remember that there was a good point when you go to the lake for the first time the kid who talk, can talk to fish he's like trying to suss out if you're gonna ask out like one of the girls at camp kind of thing and it's like yeah. it's hilarious because they're designed as like these very young children but they all act and behave almost kind of like early teens mm. and that kind of juxtaposition makes it funnier when they're like trying to crack on to each other but they're like <laughs> little kids I think that's the biggest, um, yeah, it's like it does it, it's like I said, it does it on purpose. It wants you to, like, it, it wants to blow it your mind over time. Yeah, it, it just doesn't work for a game. A game can't start boring and then get good. Like, I personally didn't get through what I would consider Breaking Bad's boring part. Uh, and people tell me time and time again, you've missed out on a fantastic show. And I'm like, I just can't get past the first two levels of Psychonauts. <laughs> like, it's just... And a game is worse. Like, a TV show, I feel like that's on me. But And this is coming from someone who's saying this game is really good and you should play it if you're not a busy gamer. Like, you... Like we'll, we'll get to the busy gamer rating later. But it's like, if you if you have all the time in the world, if you are... FBI recruit <laughs> and you're on holiday. <laughs> FBI recruit is a handle of a person we know, not a, I'm not talking not an about actual a real FBI recruit, recruit of the Wink. Federal Bureau of Investigation. Uh, anyway, if you're one of those, it's like if you have time, you sh- really should play this game. This game, the narrative, it's not meta, it's not going to blow your mind in the same way that Undertale would. And I would say I prefer Undertale, but I would say the writing is it's almost on par with Undertale, like in terms of like technical quality, like the subtlety is it's that very like if you don't look for it, you won't find it kind of thing. And it's a shame that it's stuck behind those first two boring levels. But once you know that those two boring levels, are, well, the second level is boring because Sasha is organized it's supposed to be boring um and maybe you don't find it boring but the first level is kind of stock standard oh he's a military man oh he's it we're in a battlefield because his mind is a battlefield because he's a veteran uh but then it's like plot twist 
he's not just a veteran, he's also a bad boy. He's... But then that, I'm not going to spoil the, like, the ending, because he does have an arc, which I'm happy to like say, because he, you can see he's in the trailer for Psychonauts 2, so it's like, he's I think you're around. a bit... Yeah, he's sticking around. But then the other guy, this is this is more like... I skipped a lot of cutscenes, which is very good. I love a game that I can skip cutscenes. So that's like very big busy boy points. Um, doesn't save it, but that is very big busy, point, busy boy points. Um, so I missed something. But I'm pretty sure the bad guy... So there's two bad guys. There's the one that forces the brains out. And who lives at the top mm-hmm. of the tower, right? Actually, did you finish the game, Michael? <laughs> Am I just talking to the void? No, no, like I, I didn't get, I didn't get to the very end, but I know, I know how it ends. Like, okay. And Adrian, I'm pretty sure. Did you watch the my stream, my little stream? Uh, I did not see you end it. No. Oh, it, it's a pretty good ending. Um, uh, I think almost for the ending itself, it's so. You f- like it had to happen. The culmination of two minds at once. So um, I'm going to go into big spoilers. So like skip a minute or two. Um, but so it turns out that the bad guy, who's a military man, his dad was a butcher, and so he loves rabbits. But his dad's like, "That's dinner." So I'm going to kill that. And then you're from a circus, and you're scared that your dad won't love you anymore because you're a psychonaut. And so those two merge together, and it's these two dads. And one is a circus um, acrobat, and the other's a butcher. And the name of the level is Meat Circus. And it is. Ah, like, uh, okay. That's like Bloodborne level. Yeah. Like me- messery. Um, so we resolve that bad guy. But the other bad guy, the guy who's actually like the mad scientist, what happens to him? Why is he in the trailer for Psychonauts 2? I don't actually know. Because he's gone. I thought he died. Well, I guess he hasn't died. And I know that the first one ends on a cliffhanger that... Yeah, the first one and the second one are like blended together. So maybe, maybe we'll find out more. And maybe that's why they haven't done a remaster of Psychonauts, because maybe they've been sitting on a sequel for 16 years, but because it did so commercially poorly and they lost the rights for a long time, that now that they've got it back, maybe they were just, they're just like, no, it's not, like, technically Psychonauts isn't even done. We need to do two, you know, and then and maybe we'll do, like, a remaster in the future and package them together, like... But because they're not a huge team, so they're like, we need to finish it because it, end- it didn't end. Ah, uh, Doctor Lobato, that's his name. I'm I'm looking him up. Very very creative yes. names. Um, uh, I feel like it's really charming. I feel like there really is actually surprising little to say, like at the end of the day, because um, it's like. Previously, with music, we've said, oh, it like, fits the tune so well for Phoenix Wright, or uh, Toby Fox is a genius and he's made better music than the Beatles. I believe we all said that last Correct. episode. Um, <laughs> uh, but Psychonauts, it's like, yep, it's you, you're playing a game. 
like on par with like say Crash Bandicoot or Jack and Daxter music, which is like good, but I'm like probably I'll probably get it stuck in my head and then not know where it's from. Whereas maybe like Crash, I would go that's Crash. I feel like sort of a lot of Psychonauts is directly tied together. Like the music for the level is perfect for the level. Like everything is. It like, is. But it's like I'm not going to walk away with it in my head, but it's perfect in yeah. this moment. Um, it, so like it's good. The platforming is definitely better than the combat. And it's like that's then it's nothing. That's not what's propping the game up. It's the writing. It's the voice acting. Oh, the voice acting. At first, it's like okay, we got generic man one and two. Even had uh, Beefcake come into stream and like identify the voice the voice actor because he's like they said, oh yeah, he's like in Skyrim or something, like a very mm. generic voice actor. But then it it really works to me. This is a cool very... fact. They um, wanted to have actual children as the voice actors um, because they wanted it to sound like the, the old Snoopy cartoons, Peanuts. Um, but they were, <laughs> they were struggling to work with children. Like They were finding them like hard to direct yeah, no and shit. sort of get the lines done in like an appropriate amount of time. So then they had to like opt for like actual actors. But... But then you can tell, like, everyone's, like, very professional. You've got guys doing multiple voices and sort of getting away with it. That's pretty um, standard the for guys them, in The guys in the Godzilla mindscape inside the, the lungfish, um, that's some of, like, the best dialogue and best voice acting. <laughs> like, I just, just look at the scene where Raz talks to the Resistance leader and accidentally shouts him to death. <sighs> Yes, he's so good. Oh, that's so good. Um, that actually brings up another point, and technically it should have been grind. I had to look up what to do. Uh, I feel like just too much. Like, I normally look up pretty much everything when it comes to a podcast uh, game because I'm like, I want to get it done. Uh, but I feel like I had to look up stuff too much. The puzzles were either not... Like, I feel like they didn't use... Uh, Game design tricks, for example, you light up the area you intend the player to go and then darken the area you don't want them to go. Like that kind of, like tricks like that, I feel like they didn't take advantage of. And so I kept like, for example, as Gogolore, I just kept going to that thing and dying because I had no idea I was supposed to go. Because they said, don't blow up the orphanage. So I walked past this building that like had an arrow on it. And so eventually I gave up and blew up the orphanage, but it turns out that was a prison to break out the... I skipped a lot of cutscenes, uh, so that's also on me. But the point is... Uh, yes, there just were some things that... Maybe maybe you're right. I feel like a remaster is too much, though. Like, in this day and age, if they have the source code, I feel like literally an update. Like, I, I feel like they don't need a remaster. I think just an update. You can almost maybe- change the value of things. You could just go in there and say, like, the the cobweb collector, instead of costing 600 arrowheads, now it just costs, like, 100. Instead of being level 30 to get your invisibility, you can be level 15. Like, that's what they've done with the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. They, uh, You can choose to have the original scaling of levels or the 
legendary edition one because they realized that it was like it yeah it was too grindy in like mass effect one and didn't line up with two and three so you flick that on and and you can get through it like quicker so little little tweaks like that could probably help a game like this and really like the collecting like collecting should not be a part of your game's like core value end state yeah like it shouldn't be part of the main like definitely i see the um not even appeal but like it's necessary to have collectathons on the sideline i think that's gameplay like that's games like assassin's creed one and two it's like you finish the game but you can also go out and collect a hundred feathers because your nephew's sick i don't know i never did it (laughs) um but like i i think collectathons are welcomed i think if personally i think it should be like oh where's an example but there's some games where they like they clearly tell you how many things are in each level there's none that are really hidden so like the first few levels of crash 4 for example i think they like they had everything out there and it's like oh there's yep i got every box sick i can see that i got every box Whereas this one, you can go into the menu and see that, but again, it intends for you to go back when it's not a Metroidvania, so really, I don't want to go back. And then, oh, you were supposed to go back, even though there's no real reward except a mandatory arbitrary grind that we decided to add, because uh, if Tim Schafer himself decided level 30 was invisibility... He, that like undoes all of his good writing. <laughs> that bad line of, like not code but order to make that line of code outweighs everything. It's very bad. I guess the the way you can almost describe Psychonauts is that Psychonauts is Day of the Tentacle, but someone thought it had to be a platformer. Like. All the puzzles, all the writing is there, the LucasArts stuff, the Tim Schafer stuff that you know and love, the charm, the dialogue, the voice acting, it's all, everything's there. But someone in the company said, this needs to be a platformer because the kids are playing Ratchet and Clank, they're playing Jack and Daxter, they're playing Spyro. And the team went, oh, okay. And they're like, they're, they're not skilled enough at it. They had a crack and this is what they came up with. And maybe that's why it didn't sell because maybe some play- people played it and said, Ugh, this, is, uh, this is not as good as Spyro or Crash. But that's not actually what this game is. The game is the story and the worlds. And, and the puzzles. And yeah, and they slapped that's... this other game on top and it got buried. When, when you put it like that, it really is, the puzzles really are point and clicky. Like they're very that point and click logic. Particularly which I'm in kind the milkman. Of embarrassed I didn't figure that out. Oh, the milkman was is the best and the worst level, I think. Because it's it, so It's all about like get item to get disguise and then you can access new areas. And I also think like it's the most iconic one, I think, because of the the dialogue. I am the milkman, my milk is delicious. Um the story, like, did you find the, in each level you can find the, um, what does they call those things? Viewfinders, where the pictures circle? 
Well, the, the little pig with the vault, I guess, yes. the locked memory. He's got, like, the slideshows. And, like, did you find the one in the Milkman one? N- um, I didn't, but I watched a video about it, so I might know what you're... So it's basically, as far as I can tell, the the guy you're in the mind of, Boyd the Guardsman, he had set fire to a... Uh, to like his old workplace or something which i'm pretty sure was a milk factory yeah and he killed the milkman potentially because he wants to be the milkman like it's uh, so it's messed up do you want me to tell you yeah like i'm just trying to go off the the pictures (laughs) i think you found more pictures but i watched a youtube video so i trust a guy on youtube who probably 101 percent of this game um so from what I can tell, Boyd did that. He um, burnt down his old milk factory that he got fired from. Uh, and then he went crazy with, like, conspiracy theories, like, kind of on its own, like a natural conspiracy theorist thing. And then just, like, when he burnt down the factory, well, you've taken it too far, so now you're going into... Oh, you're also... You're not only a pyromaniac, but, like, a conspiracy theorist. Okay, so you go in an asylum, not a jail. Um, and then... I am pretty sure that's when the bad guy, like, found him and then, like, used that weakness and implanted the, like, incepted the identity of the milkman. And so it was he's basically a sleeper agent until someone, which in this case is us, activates the milkman. And then once the milkman is activated, um, he will destroy the building. It's but so deep. This lore goes deep. It is really deep. deep. It's really good. I don't know why. He's like, maybe because we did help him, and so he's like on the cusp, because he, I don't know if I broke something, but he like he goes up to the front door of the asylum, which now that he is activated Winter Soldier, um, he is supposed to burn it down. And then he gets out a milk molotov. Milkatov. Very thematic. This is like the start of like a Marvel villain. <laughs> um, and he like holds it and it's on fire, but he never threw it for me. I don't know if my game bugged. Uh, mine's, the, mine's the same. He wouldn't like he like he was torn. Yeah. So maybe maybe we did like help him, but also hurt him. Like we activated the thing, but we helped him. So he was able to like hold on like just a little bit. Um. I feel like, see, this is the problem. Like I said, there's surprisingly not much, but then it's like you can definitely go into depth pretty much every game. Uh, so I don't know who put it. Will you play Psychonauts 2? I have the answer. Well, it's in suspense. <laughs> uh, according to ebgames.com forward slash product forward slash PS4 forward slash 244352 dash Psychonauts dash 2. Psychonauts 2 will be $100 for the PlayStation 4, probably more for the PlayStation 5. That's going to be a no from me. Well, price aside, do you think you would get into Psychonauts 2? I definitely think I would. I'm looking into a a PlayStation VR game called Psychonauts in the Rhombus of Ruin. Yes, I read about this. um, In order to find out, uh, because that is what we can find out more about Dr. Caligosto Lobotto um, in that game. 
which I'm tempted to play in the next month if it is as cheap as this says, but it might not be. But it would be a long time until I got Psychonauts 2. And also, as someone who loves Alien and Fallout, we don't we don't pre-order that much anymore. <laughs> I would be yeah, interested would like in the Psychonauts experience, but modernized. So I'm going to be keeping an eye on it and seeing how it's how it's going. It's one of those games that I'm like, yeah, I might pick it up if it gets good response. And it seems like, just from the trailer, um, it seems like you could really just play it as that is the first game um, and the, until probably the final act and then it'll do a callback and then you'll be a bit confused. Hopefully, if it's good writing, you won't be confused. I'd say um, after 16 years, you've they've got to be accounting for people who haven't played the first. Yeah. Uh, Michael, did, what did you say? I said that I will be, I'll be waiting probably on a review, mm. um, just because I want to know more about the actual gameplay. Because if it, if it's the collecting stuff, then I'm not too interested. But if they try and make it just sort of more streamlined action adventure, then then yeah, I, I'm in. Maybe not at that price, but I'll definitely pick it up. Um, because I guess this is a good point to to hit these final ratings. Because I would think, I would think that this is a make time to grind, even though there is grind. Use the cheats. The game on Steam doesn't care. Like it's it it's like they know you're going to use cheats. Use some cheats. Use whatever you can to enjoy the story and like, I like the boss fights are good. The lungfish boss fight underwater is a really good boss fight. The den mother in the milkman one, where you have to see from her perspective to fight her, like, good. Like, it's there's all good gameplay stuck behind this weird wall. So just get through that however you can, and there's a good game there. Matt, where do you sit? You've sold me. You, he sold me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Adrian. Why are you sorry to me? What did you do to me? This is make time to grind. <laughs> that clipped a lot. I'm sorry. This is make time to grind. It, like, it's the same. It's exactly what Michael said. Like, it's not a game for a busy gamer, but it's a make time to grind. This is like one of the ones where, like, I want to say fine time, but the thing is, it's like, it's not just a fine time. It's not a put it on the back burner. It's put it at the head of the list. I think I'm going to just go with fine time. I think you want to get around to it eventually. Like, it's going to be in that book of 101 games you must play before you die, but it's towards the back end, you know? So maybe you don't finish the book, but it belongs in there, I feel. That's kind of where I sit. See, and I, I can definitely see where you're coming from, but I, I, I'm like, yep, it's in the 101, and it's like, it's like at the front, so that people go like, oh, this is wow. Am I really committing to 101 games? Because you, you need the people. You need these 101 gamers. No, that's not quite right. But you need them to be committed, and I think Psychonauts is a good because it requires you to get past that first hurdle. Hmm. And I think if you're hearing us and you've already sat through 50-odd minutes and you 
know that the hurdle is a hurdle and we recognize that it's not good, but you can see why to push through. Like, you're in for a good time. you got the Milkman, you got Linda. Like, they pretty much alone, I think that's worth getting through the hurdle, but you got so much more after that. I, I think that so far we've done, we've done half a year of cult games and this one I think has been the most cult. It's, yeah. it's like iconically gamer cult. Like people who know it love it and love the jokes and love the references. But I think still, even though the sales picked up, people just know it exists and know nothing about it. And maybe that's because all they see is like the, the collectible thing and what they should see is all the cool stuff and the humor. And the cheat codes. And the cheat codes. <laughs> Hold shift, right mouse button, and then type away. Oh. See, I yeah, it was like, are we happy to end? Because I feel oh, like yeah. this is the part where you can drown me out with the theme song. We good? Oh, well, then we got to yeah. go with... Uh, Thanks very much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to hit up the socials. We're on Twitch, MegamatEX. We're on Twitch, Leo Da. Discord links found through there. We're on Facebook and your favorite podcast apps. I've been Adrian. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Matt. And I've been the milkman. I mean, I've been Michael. All right. You you start ranting, Matt, and I'll start fading you out. What was I ranting about? You can't have forgotten that quickly. I Should we go into a... your brain and go fetch it out? Could you please? It's in a pig that's like jumping around. Just slap it.